What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast. Um, the E1B2 Collective podcast. I really need to get better at that. Um, so today, I made a. I made a. What did I make? I made a post via LinkedIn that I think um, got some decent engagement. More importantly, I think um, it was just a very honest and authentic uh, post. Uh, simple, but but authentic. Something that was top of mind. I just want to share it with you guys today. Um, what I said in the beginning is when asked about culture during the interview process, a lot of companies will say something like, oh, yeah, you know, we go bowling or we hang out all the time. We're like friends. Um, and that's my quotations voice. They're acting as if I have some um, some personality. But anyway, um, that was what I started with. And essentially what I was saying is a lot of people, right, startups, small businesses, organizations overall, they 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 often think about culture, this very nebulous, high level, just kind of broad word as bowling or as hanging out with friends or as, you know, downloading an app or as, you know, having a one one on one a quarter or a year. Um, they think it's they think it's those things. And and and, and I'm, what I'm starting to do and kind of what I've always done is I have a lot of empathy for that, but I'm also starting to get pissed off. Right. I'm also starting to get upset around how there are very basic things that actually show up as culture at an operational level. I'll share a few. Um, So what I wrote also here is, you know, culture looks like every single employee from day one getting an IDP plan, not because you've done anything wrong or they've done anything wrong as an employee, because you want to uncover where they want to grow where they selfishly want to be within this company, where they selfishly want to be in the world, even if that plan, that North Star, where they want to go as you uncover those things through the IDP development process, even if those things are not the North Star that you want it to be, you're still fighting for that North Star to occur. That's that's one example of culture. That's real. That's real. That's what culture looks like. When I looked at Blake or when I looked at Cornelius or when I looked at Chris or when I looked at Naya or when I looked at Sam or when I looked at anybody that I've ever worked with or, or led or, or or whatever you want to call it, when I looked at those individuals and I thought about my commitment to their experience with this company, it needed to be tangible. It couldn't just be, you know, I'm a good person. It couldn't just be, you know, I'm a nice guy. It couldn't just be. I, you know, I just do the right things and I keep it straight with them. It needed to be very strategic. It needed to be very operational. It needed to be something tangible. And so that's one very simple thing that shows up like culture. Because what's going to happen is a couple of things. At a very operational business level, if you do that for your entire organization consistently, you're going to have people that are working there that are fully engaged on track to selfishly obtain what they want to obtain, but most importantly, selfishly to you, you're going to be people. You're going to have people in their correct roles, doing what's best for them because they're best at that, and the executions are going to be contextual to their workflow desires and strengths. Thus, whatever you want them to get accomplished is going to get accomplished with skill in class and at a very high level your productivity is going to be extremely high. That's what I know is true. What I also know is true that this individual will go home and talk to their wife or their husband or their kids or their grandparents or their friends 
What I also know is true is that when they're alone in their most isolated moment and they're thinking about life and kids and family and work, one thing I know about work and life they're going to think about is how blessed and how happy they are to be with an organization that is fighting just as hard as they are fighting to see their dreams come true. Why every single day they feel literally zero anxiety when they go to work or approach a task or come up with a new idea because the company and the managers have their back through and through day in and day out. That's what's most important to me. That's what actually culture looks like. One example of many. So, yeah, I'm probably going to pause there. Um, these are my thoughts. As always, I'm a little animated, a little crazy, but they're true. This, this stuff is true. This stuff is not debatable. This stuff is true. It should be happening and it needs to be happening. You have no excuse when you're a company of 35 or a company of 50 or even a company of 300. It's still realistic to, to tangibly see those, to see those things happen. It's still realistic to, to tangibly see the impact that you're making. You still have the opportunity to go one by one by one. Maybe not you as a person of one in the HR department, but you have potentially 34 managers. You potentially have other stakeholders in the organization that are that are that are just genuine cheerleaders of the brand that will do some of the work as well. Out of a 350 person company, you may have 80 individuals to, to contextually build out these one on one moments. This can happen. There's no excuses when you're small. There's no excuses when you're growing because everything I just talked about is the foundation. One of the foundations, of course, of many of growing. Just a few thoughts. Thanks a lot.